chapter 2, we are continuing in a series of teachings that I've been on all month on grace and the gift of righteousness. If you haven't been with us, I strongly encourage you to get those CDs so that you can be on the same page as we are. Each message has been a building block to the grace message in our understanding so that we could have the fullness of what God has given us through his grace. If you missed a block, you missed a very important part to the whole house. So that's why when we're in a series, even if you're not here personally, get the, get the CDs and we're doing everything we can to, to get our messages on the, the, on the websites and everything. So just continue to pray with us and be patient. But every part is important. And we've been talking about grace. Grace is God's unmerited favor. It's his goodness being extended to us even when we did not deserve it. God saved us not on the basis of our performance, not on the basis of who we were, but God saved us based on his love for us, his goodness. How many of you know God to be a good God? He's a good God. He's a loving God. And I've been building you to understand you're, you're God. You have to have the right picture of God if you're going to live a life that's, that's pleasing to him. If you're going to live your purpose. If you're going to really walk out in your salvation. You have to see God correctly. And I've been teaching that God is not mad at you. He's not this angry old man with a long beard. You know, uh, sitting on the throne waiting to hit us upside the head every time we do something wrong. That is not the correct picture of God. We, we, we've been finding out through these teachings that God is not on the throne of judgment. He's not condemning us. Amen. He, is, he has forgiven us according to Hebrews chapter 8. He has already forgiven us. He has al- I want you to say that he has already forgiven me. Already forgiven. Come on, say it again. He has already forgiven me. Now, when you ask for forgiveness, you're just walking in your forgiveness. You're walking in what he's already given you. But he's already forgiven you, and he's already given you everything that you need to to, to be saved and to be delivered and be set free. So we have to see God correctly. We have to see God correctly. We have to have the right understanding of who our God is and who gives us a better picture of who God is more than Jesus. Jesus is grace personified, and he shows us. He is the revelation of God the Father. He reveals to us who our God is. He's not a God of judgment. Judgment was of the Old Testament people. Judgment was under the law, but everything that Jesus died, see, when Jesus died on that cross, all judgment was placed on him. All judgment, all judgment. He bore the judgment, and the Bible talks about how he took the wrath of God. He took it upon himself. Aren't you grateful that you don't have to take the wrath? He took all the wrath. By his grace, we have been forgiven. By his grace, we are saved. How many of you got that? That's just uh, in a nutshell, if you, in case you were not with us. Let's look at Ephesians 2 again, and let's look at verse 8 when you have it say Amen. Let's read it together as a family. Ready, read. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. The Amplified Version says, For it is by free grace, God's unmerited favor, that you are saved. 
delivered from judgment and made partakers of Christ's salvation through your faith. And this salvation is not of yourselves, of your own doing. It came not through your own striving, but it is the gift of God. Verse 9 says, not of works, lest any man should boast. Amplified says, not because of works, not the fulfillment of the law's demands, lest any man should boast. It is not the result of what anyone can possibly do. So no one can pride himself in it or take glory to himself. How many of you know God will not give or share his glory with another? Amen. Salvation is a God responsibility. It was his doing. We could not save ourselves. And we could not stand before God being justified by our works. God alone and his goodness, his love and his grace has gotten us salvation. Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph through Christ Jesus. Amen. So by grace are we saved through faith. Now what I'm going to be doing within these next few weeks, I'm going to be sharing with you the other side of grace. Amen. So now we're going to transition. Bump your neighbor and say we're getting ready to transition. The problem we have as Christians with all of this knowledge about what God has done, yet we still find ourselves falling short of walking it out. See, the, the power to make this Christian life practical. How many of you know we're in a, a life of faith which is different from the world? And we're getting all this teaching and we're hearing all this about grace and about mercy. But the power to make that life practical and real is missing in a lot of people's lives. Because there is no tangible evidence. Amen. There is no tangible evidence of that what Jesus Christ has given us. Praise God. So uh, what I want to get you to understand is that we have to make it real in our lives. Now, I just want you to just bear with me. See, it's possible to talk about God's love and yet find yourself bound by selfishness and hatred. It's possible to talk about God's power and to thank God for his power and yet find ourselves in bondage. Are, are you seeing where I'm going here? It's possible to say, oh, God, you've forgiven me. Oh, God, I've been free and I've been forgiven for sin. And then find yourself living a life of sin. See, now we've got to go to the other side of grace. And the other side of grace is, yes, God loves you regardless of what you've done. Yes, God loves you regardless of where you came from, what you did. He, he loves you regardless of your history. But now we need to understand this other aspect of grace Grace is not just getting by with sin or getting by with mistakes or getting by with living a, a life that's, you know, a, a lot of times we can get this grace message and instead of really getting the grace message as, as God intended for us to give it, to get it, we can live what I call greasy grace lives. Greasy grace. You know what that greasy grace is, right? Greasy grace is, Lord, I know you love me, but you know, Lord, I'm going to live any kind of way. I'm just going to live my life. 
I don't care what anybody say. It's my prerogative. I do what I want to do. It's my life. I'm under grace and mercy. God, see, we can't, we, I can't let you think that. As your pastor, I can't let you think that. That's not, that's not the proper perspective with grace. Okay? That's not, that's not, that's greasy grace. For example, the person that, that, that's, that understands love. Now, how many of you know we should walk in love? And we should learn how to love one another. Now, I was teaching this several years ago before I started this church. I was teaching a series on love. And uh, this, this, this lady came to me at the service, and she had the right, the, the wrong attitude about it. She said, I know they're they going to have to just love me. My family going to just have to love me with my ugly self and my ugly attitude. And I just, you know, I have ugly ways. Yes, uh, uh, you know, Pastor John, Brother John, whatever they called me back then. I, I'm just an ugly person. But, you know, that, that scripture, you talk about love. They're going to have to love me. And I said, no, 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 no. Don't, don't take advantage of people. Don't do things to hurt people and expect them to forgive you. You don't, you call that sloppy agape. So we got one side of the church that deals with, they're living by greasy grace. And then we have the other side of the church, they're living by sloppy agape. They slap you, oh, you know, pow, oh, you know, you got to forgive me. You, how many of you know, if you slap the wrong person who has not yet gotten delivered, There is a consequence for your actions. So I want you to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, no greasy grace and no sloppy agape. You see where I'm going here, right? We hear a great deal of what God has done for us. And I am so thankful. I am so grateful for what God has done for us. Yet we are unable to demonstrate it in our lives. Yet we are unable to testify about it because the world doesn't see any type of demonstration of a grace that you're bragging about. And I don't want you to just be hearers of the word. I want you to be doers. In other words, for, for, for the purpose of this lesson, demonstrate what you have been receiving through these teachings. In other words, since I hear all about how God has forgiven me, I've got to forgive you. There's no way that God can forgive me of all of my sins, of all of my shortcomings, and I don't forgive you. But we have Christians that still hold on to things. They hold on to grudges. They hold on to past actions that were made against them. And you cannot, God, how many of you know God loves us and he's forgiven us? And God is, that's just the kind of God he is. He's merciful and he's gracious, slow to anger, plenteous in mercy. We have to demonstrate that to others. Amen. Uh, it, I was reading in the Gospels about one of the Marys. I believe it was Mary of, of, uh, of Bethany. And uh, she was the one that had the alabaster box. And she took this costly box. Amen. It wasn't nothing about the box. It was what was in the box, this ointment. 
and she broke the box at Jesus' feet. And she wept, and she began to wipe the feet of Jesus with her hair. And one of the disciples looked at her and looked at Jesus and said, how can you let this woman do this? She's wasting all of this expensive ointment. Now, this ointment, I want you to understand, was worth a year's wages. Could you imagine what you can do with a year's wages? She took a year's wages and brought it to the feet of Jesus. Now, Jesus looked at his disciples and said, I want you to understand why this woman is doing this. She's been forgiven of much. And when you realize you've been forgiven of much, then you can forgive others of much. Amen. That's what grace allows us to do. Grace allows us to demonstrate the work that God has done on the inside of us. And a lot of times people don't demonstrate it. They, they cannot testify about it. It's because of a misunderstanding concerning God's grace. This concludes our message for today. Thank you for supporting John Barton Ministries, where we are committed to changing lives and changing futures. You can secure a copy of today's message in its entirety on CD by calling 1-888-727-8900. Order today and watch the Word of God change your life. If you're ever in the Lafayette area, we invite you to join us for a life-changing experience at New Kingdom Ministries International, the place where new life begins. Services are currently held at the Holiday Inn Holodome on 2032 Northeast Evangeline Thruway in Lafayette, Louisiana. Service times are every Sunday morning at 9 and every Tuesday evening at 7. For more information on upcoming events, to sow a financial seed, or if you would like to partner with Dr. John Barton, call us today at 1-888-727-8900 or visit our website at johnbartonministries.org. Thank you for listening. And remember, if you can leave your history, you can live your destiny now. Do you want to be part of a life-giving ministry that's making a difference in the lives of people all over the world? Then become a Living Your Destiny partner with John Barton Ministries. With your faithful prayers and monthly financial support, you can help us change more lives with the message of faith and destiny. When you partner today, you will also take part in our special benefit package given only to covenant partners. For more information and to become a Living Your Destiny partner, call 1-888-727-8900 or visit online at johnbartonministries.org. Thank you for your generous support. This is the 70,000-watt voice of the community. K-A-Y-T. Gina Alexandria.